to the PEEP, Meaningful Minutes with the Wintonberry Community. The PEEP is an early childhood podcast for families that gives easy tips and activities for preschoolers. It is provided by the certified teaching staff at Wintonberry Early Childhood Magnet School. I'm Mary Munson, a teacher here at Wintonberry, and this is episode 10, Choosing a Good Read Aloud. So, I'm here to talk to you about what a read-aloud is and what makes some better than the others. A read-aloud is simply a book that you read out loud to children. Picture books by nature are written to be read out loud. Text is often lyrical to guide children through the story while they enjoy the illustrations. But what books do young children love to hear? What gets them excited about a certain book and makes them want to hear it over and over? Well, the answer to that varies. But over the years, there are certain books that, as a teacher, you just know children will love. And I will include some of my favorites for you, and also at the end of this podcast. Well, let's start with our earliest readers, the babies. Yes, that's right. I said readers, and I said babies. When you read to babies, you are teaching them about language. And oral language is a precursor to reading later on. So when we start reading to babies and toddlers, the picture books are typically quick, with engaging pictures and simple words. Most of these books are called board books, and they are designed to be strong and durable for young children to read and drop and throw and sometimes even chew on. A wonderful board book author is Sandra Boynton. Her books are specifically designed for the little ones. She has written over 50 books for children. Some great titles of hers are Pajama Time, But Not the Hippopotamus, and What's Wrong, Little Pookie? Moo, ba, la, la, la is fun for toddlers. Can't you just hear a child wanting to say those fun words with you? Moo, ba, la, la, la. These books quickly draw young children in with the simple characters, often animals, and the catchy words. One of my favorites of Sandra Boynton's is Snuggle Puppy. My daughter and I would sing the catchy refrain, laugh and giggle, and of course snuggle into this one. So let's just mention the snuggle factor for a minute. One of the best things about reading aloud to your child is that emotional connectedness you develop with them. This connectedness is something you cannot get from an iPad or a phone. It comes from the closeness and bonding that occurs when you share a book. Emotional connections are not created with an iPad or a phone. Just a little public service announcement there. Moving on to what makes a great preschool read aloud. When you are sitting in front of 18 preschool age children, you need to have something that will grab their attention and keep their attention. So over the years, we've found many books that do just that. You also want to encourage children to ask questions and have discussions about what they just listened to. So to bridge the gap from toddler books to preschool books, songs are a perfect transition. Books that illustrate favorite toddler songs like The Wheels on the Bus or The Eensy Weensy Spider, Miss Mary Mack, or There Was an Old Man Named Michael Finnegan where children can see that their favorite songs can be brought to life through pictures and words. That immediately draws them in because they have some prior knowledge about the book. Nursery rhyme books are also wonderful because your child can read or sing along with you and the book too. This is another early step towards learning how to read. Then you can start introducing character-driven books. Characters like Clifford or Pete the Cat, Curious George, Corduroy, The Cat in the Hat, Winnie the Pooh, Fancy Nancy, or Rainbow Fish, or Pout Pout Fish, whichever character your child seems to gravitate towards, just follow their lead and read multiple versions on that particular character. 
through the characters, you can start having discussions about what the character does in the book, where he or she goes, how they feel about what's happening to them. These discussions are great ways to help your child understand the plot of the book. Many picture books also offer an opportunity to play with the book. Mo Willems has a great book called Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus. In this book, Mo Willems uses speech bubbles to have the pigeon and the bus driver talk directly to your child. The child then becomes an active participant in the book, telling the pigeon it is not okay for him to drive the bus. This is always a class favorite because children get to be in control and use their own power to tell the pigeon what not to do. They love to yell no at the pigeon as the pigeon tries to convince them that driving the bus is really a good idea. A hilarious interactive book that hit the market a few years ago is The Book with No Pictures. This book instructs the reader to say and do everything that is written in it. So the reader has to say silly words like blork and blurf. The reader also has to act like a monkey and say the all-time favorite preschool word, but. <laughs> Always gets people laughing. Still even makes me giggle. A story that you may remember from your childhood that makes you a participant in the story is the monster at the end of this book. Lovable old Grover from Sesame Street is terrified to get to the end of the book, but every time your child turns a page, it brings him closer and closer to the monster. Children love feeling their power as they break through Grover's clever barricades, and much to Grover's dismay, the child forces him to the end of the book, where the inevitable monster awaits. So as you can see, books are more than just something to read at bedtime. Books are fun and should become a part of a child's day, just like toys are. In fact, you will find that if you place books all around your house, children will start to gravitate towards them like they do their toys. So what about bedtime books? There are certain picture books that are written specifically to calm children at bedtime. You certainly don't want to be yelling at a pigeon not to drive a bus or breaking down walls with Grover as your child gets ready to drift off to sleep. That's not very relaxing. So what makes a good bedtime read aloud? Well, there's a few things to look for. Books that have gentle rhythms, almost like lullabies, are a great place to start. A classic example, like Goodnight Moon, showcases a soothing and soft rhythm and rhyme structure. Listen as I read a little of it. In the great green room, there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of the cow jumping over the moon. And there were three little bears sitting on chairs and two little kittens and a pair of mittens and a little toy house and a young little mouse and a comb and a brush and a bowl full of mush and a quiet old lady who was whispering hush. Ah, doesn't it just slow you down and settle you in, makes you feel very relaxed? So other books that are perfect for bedtime include anything with good night in the title. For example, good night construction site, say good night, good night gorilla, or good night sleep tight, all designed to be read at bedtime. Llama Llama Red Pajama, The Napping House, and The Bear Snores On also provide a more relaxing read for nighttime. If your child likes trucks, for example, Goodnight Construction Site has a very catchy and hummable tune. It describes how each truck gets ready for bed and is tucked in and put to sleep. So again, follow your children's interest and look for books that might be more designed to be a little quieter for nighttime. When your preschool gets a little older, there are nighttime adventure books, 
um, where there's a little bit more of a story, like an owl moon. In this book, a little girl and her father venture out into the night to search for owls. The subdued illustrations and gentle rhyming story are excellent for sending a child off into dreamland. So in conclusion, the most important thing about reading aloud to your child is finding books your child likes to hear and enjoying the experience together. If you're a person who likes a good challenge, there is a program called 1,000 Books Before Kindergarten. The goal of this program is to read 1,000 books to your child before he or she enters kindergarten. It may seem like a lot, but even if you just read one book at bedtime every night, that's 365 books a year. And you can count the books if you read them over and over and over multiple times. Uh, for more information, you can go to 1000booksbeforekindergarten.org. Um, on there, they have reading logs and tips, and I think there's even an app you can get for your phone to keep track of your reading. Please visit our website at wec.bloomfieldschools.org for the links and other information that I discussed. You can find our podcast on our website or most places where you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. <laughs>